Sit back and listen. It's time for License to Practice by IELTS Medical. Hello and welcome to another episode of License to Practice from IELTS Medical. Today we're going to be talking to a midwife from Nigeria. Um, She really gives a lot of um, great advice and gives a really good insight into the differences between working as a midwife in Nigeria and working as a midwife in the UK. So let's give her a call. Hi. Hello. Hi. You're on. Yes, thank you. Are you? I'm good, thank you. Doing well? Good, good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and um, sharing your experience. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing your story and what you've got to say. Um, So if you could just start by just telling us a bit about you. Uh, Okay, yes. Uh, My name is Queensley. Um, I was trained in Nigeria and I moved to the UK in the year 2018, February. And I've been practicing as a midwife for a little bit, well, less than a year now, um, in um, in Guildford, really. Yes, and that's it. So did you train as a nurse first and then you changed to midwifery? No, I actually trained as a midwife first. Oh. I did three years of midwifery, yes, and then 18 months of nursing. So you can have it either way, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. I trained as a midwife first, yes. Oh, right, great. So how did you find the process then? Obviously, um, everyone does it differently. How did you find um, sort of the move and, and doing all the um, exams and everything whilst being over here? Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's quite a daunting process as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I think when I moved in at first, I never really had plans of moving. I came here because I got married and my husband got a job here, so I moved. And that's why I started quite late. But really, um, the whole process takes, you know, commitment. And um, I I think I found it a lot easier doing my IELTS here, doing my CBT and OSCE here. So I found mm-hmm. it a lot easier than people who actually have to do this in um, other countries or from the countries they're actually coming from. Yeah. Um, in, I think, yeah, I think the main constraint is financial constraints mm-hmm. and um, time as well. And you have to be very determined as well. Like, I think I, I found it quite straightforward really yeah. yeah so did you already um have sort of a, a job lined up when you moved or did you come um sort of not knowing what you were going to do yeah actually I came in not knowing what I was going to yeah. do at first um of course I, I didn't know I was going to you know eventually um practice midwifery but I didn't yeah. know where to start from I had just a bit of information really mm-hmm. um oh, wow. yeah before before starting anything but then I, I think most of everything I did was actually when I came here when I came to the UK basically Yes. Yeah, and you just got straight into yeah. it. Um, so did you? So you said you did the IELTS. Yes, I did, I, I did yeah. the IELTS. Yeah. Why did you pick um, the IELTS over the OET? Um, I don't know. I think at first, like I said, it's a cost because the OET. It, I found it quite. It was quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did the IELTS. I think I did the IELTS once, and um, when I did the IELTS was when you know the scores were when you had to get like a seven in each category, which is um, listening, reading, writing, and speaking. Mm. And I think I got a 6.5 in my first writing. And that was before the rule was changed to um, getting a 6.5 and then oh. allowing you to, you know, to go through. Oh, no. uh, and then I looked at the OET materials. I mm. mean, even if it was, you know, for centered, you know, professionally centered where for, yeah. help, for help workers, um, I've kind of, I found the IELTS, you know, a lot more, I don't know, 
I could understand it else more than the OET. I don't know yeah. if you get me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, and yeah, and again, another factor I was considering was the cost as well. I don't mm. know if I wanted to spend three hundred pounds on OET, where mm. I could spend hundred plus for um, IELTS. Yeah. And besides, I had already done it once, and I thought I could just give it a go again. So yeah. I found it quite. Like I said, it depends on the, on on an individual basis. Mm. Most we prefer the OET because the writing is a lot easier, where you have to write a referral letter. Um, mm. as opposed to the IELTS where you don't know what you're going to write. It's, you know, topics are not based on a specific thing. It could come from any any um, any background, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I found the IELTS a lot easier and, you know, the cost as well. And that was the main reason why I chose um, IELTS. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone's yeah. different. Everyone's got their own reasons. Have you taken the IELTS multiple times without success? Are you two, one, or even just half a band away from what the NMC or GMC require in order to give you your pin or license to practice? Then stop, take a breath, and let us help. You see, here at IELTS Medical, we've given doctors and nurses the tools they need to pass the academic version of the IELTS exam as efficiently as possible. Whether you've reached above 7.0 in three subtests, but can't seem to crack IELTS writing. Whether it's IELTS reading that's the thorn in your side, it's okay, we're here for you. Learn more at ieltsmedical.co.uk. Um, so yeah. you um, obviously you practiced for, for a long time before you moved over here. Um, how are you finding yeah. it? Are there any sort of major differences? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's quite a lot um, yeah. apart from the cultural difference so that's just a big issue especially from uh, midwives coming from developing countries um, mm-hmm. they'll find that they'll probably get a bit of a culture shock at first yeah. <laughs> um, yeah big cultural difference a lot to adapt to mm-hmm. and um, yes the guidelines and policies are a lot different I mean the first day um, <laughs> it was quite challenging the first day because half of the terms half of the terminologies half of the abbreviations that I kept asking oh, what's the meaning of this what's the meaning of the S yes. you know what's the meaning of, what's the meaning of Trump I don't know what's that I mean, it's something that you actually know um, yeah. terminologies are different abbreviations are different it's like a whole learning curve mm. um, I remember telling someone that I had to do a year plus worth of reading in about a month or two wow um, yeah guidelines policies are quite different mm-hmm. um coming from a develop, developing countries developing country because i trained in um, nigeria mm-hmm. um some parts of nigeria don't have the computerized monitoring for uh, you know fetal heart um it's right. called ctg um cardiotocography for long but we just call it ctg mm-hmm. um, i had never seen one touched one i mean i've done it in theory but i've never had yeah. to practice or you know read the pattern and that was the first time i ever saw something something like that i knew i was going to use it so i had to do a short course as well yeah but, but then actually doing it is yeah yeah wow so that's that's one yeah so it's been a and massive then, learning curve then. Is, uh, sorry it's been a massive learning curve for you then even even when you're practicing Yes, it has yeah. been a learning curve. I mean, mental health support, um, safeguarding, mm. water birth, all of these are firsts. They're, they're oh, all wow. the first for me, basically. Yeah, and skills as well. Skills I, I'm used to, you know, that is because um, with being short staff from where I'm from, mm-hmm. we tend to do a whole lot of skills. And I find that I can't do them here. And they're all, you know, doctors only skills. And you, uh, well, you dare not attempt them unless in the emergency situations when you're, if you're going to be oh, wow. sure that it's to save the life of the woman, yeah. basically. 
um, yeah, so that's that's one actually. And then having more responsibility as a midwife as well, and mm. being more of an advocate for a woman, and having yeah. you know a very big big say in the, in the care that you give to to a woman, basically. Um, yeah, mm. but it's it's been a very good experience. I have to say, it's been a wonderful experience. Oh God, well I'm yeah. glad to hear that. I'm glad that I'm glad it's been yeah. good, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, yeah. So, do you have any advice that I mean, to be honest, that from what you've just said, I feel like that's all. Yeah. all advice but um do you have any sort of final words of wisdom for anybody else that might be might be thinking of moving over here to practice midwifery yeah yeah i mean totally i mean uh, first is um first of all you need to be determined mm-hmm. you need to be sure this is what you want to do and mm-hmm. you need to see through to the end okay it's not it's not particularly easy especially if you're going to compare the midwifery pathway to immediate to nursing pathway it's not as easy as a nurse's habit so you need to be extra extra determined but it's totally doable as well mm-hmm. and you need to put your finances you know together it, it costs a lot of money because you find that you're not going to be reimbursed if you um because the midwives tend to sponsor themselves through the exams and um, you have to come to the um to the uk to write your oski very yeah. few actually get offers and, and job line up before they actually get here so if you're waiting for that you probably may take longer yeah. so you should get your finances straight and prepare for your oski fund your oski yourself and then come in while you uh after you've written your oski you get your pin i think within a month after you get your pin yeah within a month yeah yeah i think and it's fairly quick that month. isn't it yeah yeah getting a job um for looking for a job and you will get one there i've met a lot of people who actually gotten jobs through through this route so just be determined and see through a bit to the end and be sure this is actually what you want to do um, yeah, basically, and work hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and exactly. And then for the OSCE as well, make sure you, the causes are really, really important. Uh, sometimes you, 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 when you come to the cause, you realize, oh, this is actually doable. But if you don't know, you just be in the dark. So um, please attend causes. Very important. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's all great advice. And uh, yeah, it's been really interesting hearing your story. And um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you feel it was the right decision and that you're uh, you're enjoying your. Uh, your new role as a midwife in the UK. Um, Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for for sharing your story and all that great advice there at the end. Um, No worries, that's okay. And yeah, I hope you keep enjoying it and good luck with everything. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No problem. Speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening and thank you again to Queensley who has come on and shared her story and given loads of great advice and I hope that it has inspired um, a few more people to get the ball rolling and um, make that move to the UK if that's something that you want to do. We will see you next time and as always to your success.